Hey guys, this is Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore. For those of you who love QF, a podcast about Howard Stern, and would like to donate some money, there's two ways now you can do it. Uh, you can join our Patreon page, which is listed in the graphic you're seeing now. But also, if you'd rather not do a subscription-based thing, even if it's a buck a month or what have you, uh, you can use our PayPal account, which would be jimfix76 at gmail.com. Uh, and you can donate whatever you like, however you like, uh, one of those two ways, and we'd more than appreciate it if you'd like to do so. Thank you very much. Makes me feel like a... You know what, though? But none of that stuff impresses me. I'm not a big uh, star effer. I'm not All really... Right, stop it. Just stop. I'm not into stop, it. Stop, please. please. You think I'm a star please, effer? Please. Why go? Because I've gotten friendly with uh, Kira. She lives in my neighborhood. That's because you're a star effer. No, she invites me to a million things. <laughs> I said a star effort. She's a nice girl. What were you doing this weekend? I'm really into the internet now. I've developed a love of the internet. Mm -hmm. And I can't stand that this, this schlub, Phil Graham, is screaming that we have to censor the internet. It's just, it's, it's repulsive to me. It's repugnant. Listen, I, I'm very well versed on the new technologies. You know what a SIM card is? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. I see it in my phone. Right. Take the you're battery. not only going to see it in your phone, you're going to see it in your car very soon, a SIM card. You know? Mm-hmm. And once that happens, it's called Game Changer. I never read the social media comments about this show. A, I can't stand social media because I hate that people have power now. You know, in the old days, if you hated me, you'd have to write a letter to the station. What do you think about Baba Booey? What do you think about Artie? Everyone likes Artie. Artie's super funny. They yeah. describe him as, you know, a little bit crude, but funny and uh, they likable. Baba Booey, everyone loves Baba Booey. I'm reading the research, and then it gets to me and they go, well, because Howard's so controversial, but maybe this is the reason for the result. Like, 40% of the people kind of like him. The rest of them think I'm a fucking asshole. Really? Crude. Everybody disgusting. loves Artie. Oh, Artie, yeah. They love yeah, but him. are you sure they really know who me and Baba Booey are? I don't know. They like you. And the other thought I had was that if the FCC does kick us off the air, how would we reach these millions of people that listen to us? Will we just fade away? What if we have an announcement to make to them or we want to communicate with them? This would be a great contingency. So make it free, make it up there, and let the fans have fun. And I didn't have any moderators, nothing. I said, let anyone write what they want. Yeah, so now when you go on there, there's like thousands of posts of just like, and I don't even know who the people are. It's almost like people who hate the show more than people who like it. And it's like, you get on there and it's like, Stern sucks. He's a homo. Uh, Robin's a pain in the ass. That's a horse face. Uh, Artie's a, 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 a jack off. Um, you know, kill Howard. Oh, well, what am I going to do? <laughs> anyway, the birthday bash is there for you for free. And not because I couldn't sell it to a network. Yes, many networks did want it, but I thought this. But who would nice. even think that way? I don't know, and it, the the thoughts are so rapid. Welcome everybody to QF, a podcast about Howard Stern. I'm your host Jill, Jim Fix, aka Fillmore, and this is part three of A Fagula's Gambit. Um, we've got uh, a lot of clips to get through, so I'll try to make this as fast as possible going into it. With me, of course, is Raven Alexis. Hi, everybody. How are you? Hopefully, uh, keep you entertained tonight. 
Yeah. We're going to go as quick as possible because possible we're really behind schedule. But um, before we start, there's a little PSA regarding the Facebook group specifically or prospective Facebook members. We did not institute these rules. It looks like Facebook's getting really anal about what they put on the um, the what will get you banned, basically. And it isn't us. It's not the mods. I uh, guarantee it's not us, but I'm going to give you the list of things you can't say or type really on Facebook. <laughs> so just for future reference, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cunt sucker, cocksucker, sorry, motherfucker, tits, tranny, white trash. That one I couldn't believe I got in trouble for. Bitch, any vaccine related comments, faggy, faggot, anything, dyke, cum, pussy, ja- uh, jizz, anal, uh, wishing harm, wishing death, wishing yeast infe- infections. <laughs> that one really, I don't know why. <laughs> don't name any Canadian wrestlers who died in 2007 who had killed their family. No hardcore anything. I'm not sure what that one it means. Um, uh, P, P, what's P, P, porn. Porn. Okay. That's porn. It looks like PM, P slash M, like Pam, the, you know, spray. <laughs> Retarded. Right. Any kind yeah. of variation on re- retard, but I've seen some people get away with it, so I'm not sure if that's 100%. Any variation of the N-word, no telling people to suck it, no hate speech about death <laughs> or killing unless you use at for A or a ex- exclamation mark for I or number one, perhaps. Uh, be careful with the word hate. Just hate in general seems to trigger Facebook algorithms. No mentioning donkey punching or gifts of the animal and the word. <laughs> punch typed out <laughs> uh, do not use the gif in the pictures below because boners like any any kind of erections basically uh get you a hard time even in with clothes on yeah. yeah so here's another slut puppy is another one anything slut anything slut shaming slut something the word slut for some reason is not allowed uh, masturbation pics or vids and anything l- remotely looking like masturbation. Although there's some of those, like the Daffy Duck one, that's clearly not, but <laughs> it looks like it. Maybe that might get you in trouble. I don't know. Uh, nipples, men's or women's fetish stuff, squeezing breasts, and <laughs> number 37, Raven type, no fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess that's that's the 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 long and the short of that. Um when we left you last time, we were finishing February for 15th, so we're going to go right through that. This clip is called uh wig watching Oprah and Eminem. I know what you're thinking, Robin. Oprah, when she worked here, had a multi-year contract with Sirius, and she barely stepped foot in the never building. Never showed up. I never saw her. But, but, but I'm the one everyone's keeping an eye on, and I appreciate that. You know, to feel so focused on is good. Martha Stewart probably came in five times when she had <laughs> no, her she was contract. Here. No, she, she was here plenty. What, it just didn't matter. But, what about Slim Shady? By the way, the head of the company, and please, Robin, so basically he's bitching. He's still been moaning about that one Oprah deal. He, she got way back when <laughs> she didn't have to get, step in the building and got millions. I'm not sure, but wasn't that like a $50 million deal that Oprah did with Sirius? And he never forgot that. And he's tried many times to get an interview with her, but it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Never. She will not be related to him in any such way. She doesn't acknowledge him. Nothing. No, and in fact, he had to do a back a walking back with uh, Gail King. Uh, I've got the audio. I'll put it on my channel maybe this weekend. And it is funny because he's just like, oh, you know, she said you wished us <laughs> AIDS on us or something like that. <laughs> and uh, he had to fucking take it. Um, number eight, Fred 
uh, Robin dream about Wigless show? You know, Fred owes us a show for his uh, father-in-law's oh funeral God. back in 2000. That's I'm right. Kidding. So you can do it with Fred, your makeup show. Okay. okay? All right. Yeah. Fred and I'll get together and do something. Yeah, please. Go go plan that now. And, uh, We're going to do if, a music show. There you go. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, Robin you sing. sing. And Robin will sing. You'll play the guitar. Right. I'll play guitar. It'll be sing and all, song he wants. all mm. Fred uh, compositions. <laughs> Can you imagine what that show would be like? Oh my gosh, no. Um, just her cackling in between everything and yelling at Fred, like you're doing it wrong. You need to, you need to be in this chord, or that's not the way we practiced it. I, I don't know. I see her as a diva, and it, I still think they would take so much pleasure in doing something without him, oh, yeah. just to get some so, sort of narcissistic feedback supply to their um ego and in that case yeah they would try it and i'm sure they'd give everything they had just to like outshine him in some sort of way passive aggressively yeah um the next clip is called bang o'clock bullshit i'm dead and so she goes so i uh, i got amorous i started like kissing her a bit normally she's like oh i gotta go do something but she, <laughs> she's like hmm he goes, you know, you're going to get lucky, Dave. It's going to be bang o'clock. Bang o'clock. <laughs> I said, why do I have to wait for bang o'clock? I want it. And I realized this might be disgusting to a lot of people, the thought of me having sex. I know. I get it. Trust me. Actually, it's more just unbelievable uh, with Beth and science fiction. I don't know if it's as disgusting as much as it is just unbelievable. The next clip is called Wig Won't Rap. Can you explain this one before we go into it? Oh, this was for Valentine's Day, and Wiggy made a painting, like a three-by-three-inch flower painting or some bullshit for beef, and he said he just held it behind his back because he couldn't wrap it because he doesn't know how to wrap. So <laughs> he can't even put foil around the fucking thing. I mean, Ozzy Osbourne, a known drug addict and declining in mental health, figured out how to wrap a present in foil for his kids. But he can't, Wiggy can't wrap a present for a beef. So his lazy ass just holds it behind his back and wings it at her. <laughs> so he needs a wrapping tutor. Okay. Yes. So I painted uh, about this little flower. I was excited, you know, to give it to her. I got a couple other things, little things. And uh, I gave her, her we, we started out, I, I gave her her gift. She loved it. Loved her painting. Did you wrap it? it? Did she have to? No, I don't know. I don't know how to wrap uh, it. There was no one bailing. I kept it behind my back. Okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My question to you, Raven, is what does he know how to do? He knows how to nap. He um, knows how to tell fake stories and do parent impressions on the radio. He knows how, he knows how to rewrite his history. And um, he knows how to inquisition his staff about their dicks. So, yeah, they're probably his top skills right about now. Okay. Clip number 11 is called <laughs> Stink, Stinky Sex. Turns to me. This is how impressed she was with this gift that I made her. He goes, you know what? You're going to get bang o'clock right now. I haven't even 
showered. Oh God. Because the one thing I've said to Beth, I wanna I wanna have stinky sex. <laughs> Vile. She's always so clean. Uh, <laughs> what in God's name does that mean? We know he already smells like an old lady with his hairspray. Yeah. That he uses the wig reviver. Yeah. So now, apparently, like, he does nothing. So he's not sweating. He showers every day. What is he working up a sweat about? And then, like, she apparently does the rowing machine and, you know, has, like, cat litter, whatever, all over her. So that, I guess, is stinky sex. If they haven't Mm -hmm. just showered or bathed immediately before, then it's stinky. Mm -hmm. And And he was all about it this day, allegedly. Yeah, of course. This is just him. yeah. This is just uh, him masterminding the latest sex fantasy for people who still believe he's uh, straight. Okay, next one, number twelve. Wig wants gay fans. Don't don't we know that? Spears. She's got to be freed. She's got to. And I'm. And then it was like a lot of gay men. They're like, oh, Britney Spears. Like she's you know she needs to run her own affairs and everything. I'm like, wow, that is a good you know. Share after it all was over, gay guys stick by share. Madonna, too. Right. They're a loyal group. That's a loyal fan base. Okay, we're not finished this. We'll go through the whole clip, but then I have a question for you. I want the gay audience. <laughs> because they're what loyal. What are going to do to get them? I don't know. I feel I have some gay audience. I'm I've got sure really, you do. Yeah. But I don't but, know if they'll uh, be carrying signs and trying to free you if you get into trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. Like Judy Garland. She, she. Okay, so we learned in the 2013 summit that he was trying to attract more gay listeners and erase homophobia among his heterosexual listeners. And this kind of leads into all of that in the content he's provided us and everything that we're hearing now you know, with jazz, the transsexual, and he wants gay listeners because they're loyal to Britney and Lady Gaga and Madonna. So he just wants attention. He doesn't mm-hmm. care where it comes from. So I think he's trying to double his audience in some sort of way by having hetero and homosexual people, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, I guess, you know. But he just he's just trying to bring in anybody. And I believe he's transitioning himself mentally, if not physically. Very nuts. Very weirdo. Um, and, and this, but it did lot falls in line with everything he's been doing. Um, number 13, Wiggervention. Big Valentine's I, Day dinner. That was a big thing. I had a great Valentine's Day because I didn't leave the house. And I haven't left my house literally even to take a walk. In months. Well, you can't wow. walk now with all this snow. Well, it's cold, and but never mind that. I'm so happy that I don't have to leave the house. Leaving the house gives me such anxiety. To, well, yeah, see, now you're... It. Okay, guys, just a little more, and I'm going to let you go, and you can have your way with this one. <laughs> to have, uh, you know, some kind of medical intervention 
want I know. the pandemic is over. I'm, they're not going to be able to drag me out of my house. <laughs> this is it. I'm not leaving. This is going to be one of those things where you'll see an ambulance and a bunch of police cars pull up and everybody will say, What's they're trying to get Howard out of his house. I, I'm not coming out. I mean, that's so perfect. You you know that like Robin would be the one to initiate that because she's going to be like, get your ass back in that studio. We need you. The staff needs you. You can't stay at home forever. And mm-hmm. we're only a year into this. So even mm-hmm. if things loosen up in six months, even another year, mm-hmm. um, you know, so we're only beginning the first of the five years. And I just picture something, even if Beth, Beth has to SOS Robin on a text message or somehow and be like, get him out of this house. Get him back in New York City. I can't mm-hmm. take it anymore. He is, he's driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. So Robin thinks that he's going to need a wiggervention to get him out of the house. And I'm firmly behind that. I think Bob D would agree, and so would you. Yeah, the, this I think COVID only stepped up his Howard Hughes descent. Like, I think it only propagated. I sorry, it only pushed him for closer to it than he would have normally naturally have already gone to. By the way, guys, Wiggervention was spelled with one G, um, just so you don't get all t- triggered and woke. Um, the other thing was uh, he's always had to be pushed into things. Like, um, 93 or so, he did an interview where the interviewer asked him, well, what about, you know, filming your radio show? And, you know, do you, and he goes, I don't think that would work. A year later, Buckwald started them recording uh, mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. you know, for, for the purposes of that. So it was always that, you know, this, this being forced to record from home. He said for years, I don't want to be on an ISDN line. I have to be in studio. Now he loves it. So he's not a proactive person and he doesn't think, why don't even try it? Like, well, let's try it. It's always forced on him. So he's an idiot. He's always been an idiot. Now, next clip is called Vomit Alert featuring King of All Blacks. Do Oh, sorry, sorry. King of All Baby Veals first. That's 14. Yesterday I walked in. I have I air. Walked it's in my house. Because, there's air, there's air, there's in, my air home. Like, in the house. <laughs> but you know what? Seriously, you don't even walk into your backyard and just take a break. No. You're not no. sick of being in the house? No. Wow. I you haven't really walked out into the backyard or like some area that's open no, nothing. in your house. <laughs> nothing. I have not left my house. I don't want to leave my house. I you don't step out on the terrace for a second. Nothing. Now that's nuts. Raven, like you, you have to get out. You get stir crazy. Even if your house is as brilliant as theirs might be and all that shit, you have to get the fuck out and get some, some kind of air. No. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Just to walk outside, get some fresh air, sit in a chair. You don't even have to walk. You could just sit. He can't do any of this, apparently, if this is the truth, which is always yeah. question, a 50-50. Yeah. And he lives on a beach. All right. So um, snow or no snow, you can just walk, you know, go outside with your boots, with your shoes, and just like... Take in some nature, get a new frame of reference, mm-hmm. a new environment to like mm-hmm. kind of get a new perspective on life and, and mm-hmm. forget about like everything you're doing inside. Get out of that, that loop that yes. he's in. But that's right. I don't know. I, none of us are like him. I mean, really, he is just absurd. He really is. He is in a, a nutso class of his own, guys. This is he is a great psychological study, I think, if you were, uh, you know, on the outside looking in. Zero. 
<laughs> I have not left. You the haven't house. felt the cold. That's right. Is it cold out? <laughs> okay. Now, now we're going back to regularly, regularly scheduled vomitus. Oh this no! Is a vomit alert feature featuring King Sorry, of Sorry, guys. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Just said or what Gary did. I don't know what's crazy. You want to hear you. crazy? One of the guys told me he was talking to King of All Blacks. And King of All Blacks is into this thing with his wife now where she farts on him. He likes when she just <laughs> oh like God. gets on top oh of him and farts. Can you believe that, Ronnie? <laughs> uh, I, I have no words. <laughs> I just have no words. Who does this? <laughs> Please. Come on, guys. What's this, this methane so fetish? Just... We're at a whole new level of degeneracy. Yeah. The next one is, uh, I think I, I'm out of words too. <laughs> continuing this trend, sniffing chairs. Conservator. You know what I don't understand? What you? Like, like he wants to be on, this is his dream, right? To be on the radio. This is his dream. I mean, he calls me all the time. How do I get on the radio? So he got on Wendy Williams and you're going to fuck that appearance up by sniffing her chair? But why would you have King on if you didn't want a weirdo? I mean, King is a weirdo. I mean, the fact that he sniffed her chair would make great radio, I would think, like to confront him about it. Why would that make great radio? <laughs> weirdo knows weirdo. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Um, this next clip is called um, Man Ass Wins. Right. It's more of King of All Blacks and trying to get him to sniff men's panties, I think. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a month, so let's ugh. see what it is. Can you tell the difference between man-ass <laughs> smell and woman-ass smell if you're blindfolded? No, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not, uh, doing, I'm uh, not smelling no man-ass shit. No, what that. I'm saying is <laughs> we'll, we'll, like, we'll blindfold you and like I'll put Ronnie's ass in front of you. And then no, I'll put like you know, no, no. like a like a I'll find like a streaks. a young hot chick. Okay, now that's okay. That's enough. That that is that's wig trying desperately to get some gay, like smelling fetish action in front of him. That's all that is, Raven. Yeah, he's just mining for more gay content at this point, and he's trying to feel out like staffers. For well, if you call King of All Blacks a staffer, he kind of mm -hmm. is at mm -hmm. this point. But he even goes to JD and asks JD, like, who, um, out of all the golfers, who do you think is the hottest golfer? Or on the Grammys, who do you think looked the hottest? Mm -hmm. So he's trying to push his own staff any way he can for gay content for guys that are total have never thought about any kind of homosexuality, but if they want to keep their job and they want to earn their commission doing bits, this is what they have to stoop down to. Mm -hmm. And it's the reason why you don't hear from Mehmet anymore is because he refused to go down that gay road. Yeah, they, I he, think so. Yeah, it, he was, he, he was going, he was going like, um, he was almost, um, hit, like teasing them cause he's kind of twinkish and he looks a little fruity, but apparently is a hundred percent straight. I don't know. But, uh, Otherwise, you would have heard a lot more Mehmet than fucking Wilding, because clearly Mehmet was more Wiggy's type. Right. So what Mehmet is doing now is pimping out his girlfriend for crazy stuff that's going on in their new apartment that they had to move out of New York City because it was rat infested. And they couldn't afford it on his salary, 
Also, um, Mamet is taking over part-time with Wolfie on the, uh, the whack pack material because Shuli's gone. So Mamet is now covering part of the whack pack because actually no one realized that Shuli was doing 10 times the work of like one person. And he actually was spending all his personal time talking to Tan Mom, High Pitch Eric, Jeff the Drunk. Oh, Underdog Lady. God, God bless her. She's, mm-hmm. she's actually one of my favorites, but not for the reasons that other people like her. It's because she's so genuine and so sweet and so damaged that I just feel for her. And I'm glad that they're not getting her and that she's calling Shuli and having conversations with him and not the show. But yeah, yeah Mamet won't do gay, but he'll, he'll do whack pack. He'll stoop to that level mm-hmm. of basically harassment or... I don't know. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just explo- exploitation of the yeah. pack. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Number 18, what a wig wants. Well, you know, what I'll do is, I, like, I'll, nah, I, I, I can't do that. I'm married. But I would, I would like to, to, to pick out of three girls which panties belong to which girl. Uh, I don't care about that. I want uh, man ass involved. <laughs> what? Uh, what? I don't. I don't. I want man ass involved. So there you are, guys. I'm sorry. Like, what? What the fuck more do you need from us? What do you really need? That wasn't a joke. That was. That was. What do you, that really was. I don't know. There, there's no nuance involved. <laughs> we're just. We're just slinging out more and more proof of everything we've suspected over the years and now we can back it up with all these clips this is where the show is heading if this is what you enjoy and this is what you want to hear um great you're all set but if you want the old stuff then good luck you probably be better off just canceling and setting up a paypal account for totally people who could really use your help exactly king of all black sniffing panties well, King used to, uh, I don't know if you know this, Robin, but he used to steal dirty panties out of hampers in girls' houses when he'd be oh like, my visiting God. someone. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I know his actions have bordered on criminality. He's a fucking degenerate. Like, there's no two ways about it. King of all blacks, like, that's, I, I can't even explain that. Part of me hopes that this is just fake, that he's just making this shit up, because I knew a person that was coming into my house and doing this shit. There is no fucking way they're coming back. Are you kidding me? What kind of, oh, what kind of awful person does this? Yeah. And admits to it. It's, it's such an encroachment upon one's privacy. Mm -hmm. And for him to get off on that in your own house. And he calls himself hamper man. Like that's some title of, of pride. I just don't. I can't. No. Sorry. I have a young girl. She's a preteen. If I found out some creepo was doing that shit, I'd be on the police so fucking fast. You have no idea. Totally. Mama bear strikes back. Number 20. Get your barf bags now. (laughs) That's not a crime. That's not a crime. That is a crime. You can't steal someone's panties from their hamper. No, no, I never took them with me. I never took them. Oh, I never you just took them. I stand them. there, smell them, and drop them back in the hamper? 
I'm okay. Go ahead, but I'm I'm of the opinion that this is is, is this is just made up. I, I, no one's if anybody's that fucking disgusting. I think I would I I don't know. I'd asphyxiate them allegedly. Okay, so well, let's let's take this a step further. Let's say it is made up, but let's say they got their idea from JD asking interns for their panties after they went to the bathroom, which was some leaked information we got from an inside source from the show Mm -hmm. that appears to be true. And, oh, my God, if I didn't hate that mumble mushmouth enough, now I've got to hate him for a whole nother reason, which is verging on criminality, because you're basically bullying interns who don't get paid. And if they want a life or a career in the entertainment business and the recording industry then they have to kind of, you know, do whatever to get mm-hmm. ahead. And how bad is that? Not just as a woman, but as a human, Yeah, a human. What the fuck is going on? So my idea is, hey, let's expose JD, but we'll put it on King of All Blacks and make him the bad guy. But honestly, I think there's just so much derangement in this whole circle of staff that have been put through the ringer with all of the content they've tried to find and stir up and the porn they've had to watch just to come up with new fucking ideas for the show. And, and that's why they're on drugs. That's why they're doing alcohol. That's why they have mommy issues or they're in the closet or they just can't (laughs) bring themselves to any kind of truth in life or they're, they're humongous. You know, they, they, it took Jason like six weeks to lose 30 pounds. On, yeah. on the latest, um, what's Nutrisystem, thank you. So, obviously, somebody at his weight would have lost a whole lot more in six weeks, more than 30 pounds. They would have probably lost like 40, 40 50. Yeah. But whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fat shame him. I'm just, you know, that's what he's doing. So, yeah. let's, th- let, and the title of this next one is, I'm sorry about this one. And I sincerely am, but you need to hear this stuff. Okay. And by the way, I will say that's about a sound. That's a sounder theory. It makes more sense if you believe that they're normal people and they're just trying to go down this sicko angle as an angle. But um, I, I'm I'm really curious to hear this one because it's been a month since I since you gave it to me and I listened to it. <laughs> And then you would, then the hamper man would go to the hamper when someone wasn't looking. You go to the bathroom, you'd smell their panties, and then would you drive home quickly so you could beat off to this while the smell was still in your nose? Well, first you gotta rewet it to get the scent back, like you know what I'm saying? Because if it was sitting there for too long, it, it, the scent kind of went away. But if there's like a, like what do you call that in between? It's like a, a it's not calm. It's like discharge. Of- Oh my fucking fucking stomach! <laughs> okay, like I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I'm so sorry for this one. But what? He has to re-wet the panties to get the smell of the secretions. Uh, uh, are you using your tongue? Are you using? A faucet. 
What a toilet water at this point. I don't even feel Fillmore. What is happening? I know things are crazy <laughs> right now, but this just blows my fucking mind. King of all alchemists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's turning panties He's into disgust. Cold. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's some type of gel in here. It's like a gel. Robin, you should know it's like a, it's a secretion. Uh, you're doing so, fine. So what you did? Yeah, you don't need Robin's help. So you would you would uh, take the panties out of the hamper. You'd you'd wet them in the sink to get no, the smell activated. No, you don't wet them in the sink. No, don't go. Don't, don't listen. Don't put them nowhere near water. All oh, these fucking vile shit bags. I mean, you, but the thing is, the king of all blacks has to sign off on this. He gets he agrees to be called, and he agrees. I'm going to read. I'm going to tell this story. I would say no. I would just say you guys are fucking sick. That's it. What are they going to do? You'll never get on again. What do you mean? You, you'll continue to not pay That's me? That's the price of their ego. <laughs> no, this is the price they pay to be yeah. associated with the show, to have an ego stroke, to get that supply of heroin or uh, time on the show. Yeah. And he doesn't care if he's hated. He's just there to please his godforsaken ogre that... Oh my God! I just, I, I don't, I don't even know how to explain half of the stuff. The clips prove it. So yeah. let's. Um, don't yeah, play it just gets better from here. I'm looking at the next title. <laughs> <laughs> Misogynist <laughs> on yeast infections. Okay. You know what's really stinky? I would imagine, like if a girl has a yeast infection. So. You probably, oh, you get a real crusty pair of pants. <laughs> yeah, you probably think. And you probably are like, oh, this is hot. This is some kind of discharge. Meanwhile, yeast infecting your lips to, to, re to, to revive the smell. Uh, no, no I, I don't want that. I don't want no. that. If it is, I don't want to know about it. Yeah, we don't want to know about it either, okay? So stop bringing it up. Uh, yeah. By the way, that'll get you kicked out of Facebook if you start talking about yeast infections. So yeah. don't do it. Right. <laughs> As explained in the PSA, number 23, <laughs> Trans Holly meets Ben and Ray. A conversation with him. You're lecturing me. You're not having a conversation. What, and it's, what is your new name? She's not calling you. My name is Holly, Mom. Listen to me. <laughs> what did he say? Barrel, give me a minute. This is important. What is it? And we introduced Holly, by the way, guys, on a previous episode. So if you're not sure, that's we'll just say it one more time. That's the fake name he's given his fake trans self, which I think will not be fake for much longer the way this is going. He's becoming a woman. Ooh, he's becoming a Unbelievable. He's becoming a How can he do that? He's a boy. He oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. And the next one is called, oh yeah, go ahead. No, just going to say, mark your bingo cards, Ben and Ray impression. And um, anytime Howard does this Holly, gotta be Hollywood, new persona of his, it's just, um, yeah, it's an eye roller. It's a head shaker. So hang in there, guys. Yep. Uh, new bottom and titties. Well, I'm going to have bottom surgery and I'm going to grow titties. <laughs> that was the clip. <laughs> hold on, hold on. 
don't you picture him having a vision board now with his new titties and his new bottom in his office up on those like gigantic post-it note boards where he can he can pick out he's got like five different titty tops and like five different vaginas and he's gonna go I want that one like he's shopping I want that and I want that and then he's got like another one with outfits to wear on, on top of them. I just, I don't know. I think that that house of his is just a house of horrors. Yeah, it truly is. Now that not the one he grew up in. He claims to have grown up, and he has created his own house of horrors. This next one is called number twenty-five, Contract Welcher, and you'll—it's self-explanatory, I believe. Your father, he, he, mom, dad, I gotta go. I got, I'm not even supposed to be working today. It's, it's President's Day, but the, the serious thinks I was trying to back out of my contract or something. Uh, they have a sale. They absolutely think you were trying to back out of your contract, and they left it. you left it up to them to confront you the same way someone doesn't offer to pay for a meal, waits to the end of the fucking dinner and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, of course, sure. Yeah, I was going to throw in. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, you were not going to do that fucking show. <laughs> yeah, he tried to skate away. And now this year we have to listen to 113 shows, one more than the normal. Or if he's on a reduced schedule, which, yeah, okay, we're yet to see. I'll yeah. believe it by the end of December when we have all the numbers. Because I don't believe a thing this guy says. I think he's full of shit all the fucking time. And nothing can be taken to task until you see it on paper. So I will be documenting. I am, I've got a calendar I've got guests. I've got notes. So, yeah, we're coming at you, Howie. Thanks. Do you think he arranged for 79 shows and now it has to be 80? <laughs> <laughs> Just for us. Sounds about um, right. Number 26, Wig's mission statement. I want to feel like a woman, Mom. I want to be with a man and he can enter me. Oh, my God. Listen to me. <laughs> Let me tell you, your father enters me. It's very overrated. You don't need it. <laughs> and I may have with the sex ugly money. That's right. You don't need a man inside of you. I'm burning for a man inside of me. <laughs> Listen to me. There's no joke. This is him just saying what he wants. There's no parents. It's just him and Robin acquiescing like, okay, this is what the boss wants. This is the fagala he wants. He wants to be a woman. We got to go with it. I'll just cash my check every two weeks. Yeah, this is um, something I've talked to Bob D about in some messages mm. of giving him examples and clips that I pull. I often mm. send them to him just so he can mm -hmm. have an idea because believe it or not, Bob got so fed up with the show. He needed to take a break from it. Yeah, because it was too much for him to process. He could not go down these roads with us at the time. But he'll, you know, catch up, and that's why we're doing what we're doing is we pick and choose stuff, and we'll gladly serve it up on a plate to him. So, Chicago Bob, here you go. <laughs> I can just imagine Chicago Bob, like, decompressing with Sharon Lois and Bram and Raffi and shit just to, just to try to get Sesame Street, just to get some kind of wholesome, you know, reverse, like, 180-degree um, like, uh, like, uh, exorcism of this crap, but imagine Raven or actually, uh, more recently, but not in this particular breakdown, Mark Shabzovich did a good job getting some <laughs> clips. Kayla got a clip. Um, and you know, it, 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 people are starting to, and Jeremy Shepard, I think got a, a clip or two, didn't he? 
different people. Mark especially has sent me stuff. Kayla has sent me stuff. Uh, Gordon Chupko has sent me yeah. stuff. And Jeremy is always feeding me information, whether he finds it on other sites and other Facebook groups. Right. But yeah, he's a great source of material too, whether mm -hmm. they're clips or not. But yeah, I, I totally appreciate all the help I get from my group. They are just godsends and they're amazing. And we right. have such a fun time. Yeah. Soldiers. So thank you guys. And the last one is called for this day is called the truth is out there. <laughs> well, they're so happy. She became a girl. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't even go to my parents and say, I want to become, I couldn't even say, listen. If I you wanted my, to become a woman, you wouldn't say anything, would you? I, no, I would be live my life as an unhappy man the rest of my life. <laughs> you I might be coming to this conclusion in your 60s like Bruce Jenner. Perfect, 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 perfect. I don't even know how many more fucking times I can say Thank it. You. Raven, please, you have the floor. Uh, this is Robin fighting back a little. We got more of her fighting back in March than we did in February. So you just got to listen for those little nuggets of gold. Yeah, he's telling the truth here. So the truth is out there. You just have to read between the lines a bit. And he'll say, it's, oh, I was just joking. That's just material for the radio. But it's not. No. It's got to be a deep, subversive, subconscious feeling that's going on with him. And so we pick and choose. Yeah. Yeah. I clip the show. And. These are things I think that need to be heard. And I put them out there because if you hear them enough, they become the truth. And he always put out, I'm a nice guy. I'm not a prick. Um, all this other stuff. So why not put out there all his, you know, subconscious, heterosexual, transsexual fantasies? Because if you put them out there enough, they become a truth. And this is the truth. Just as mm -hmm. much as he puts out there that his hair is real. Mm -hmm. and he needs a haircut. Please give me a break. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, too. Right. No, no. My parents are still around. I'd have to wait to my <laughs> 80s. My parents are You're going to be an 80-year-old trans transgender. <laughs> my parents are purposely staying alive, so I will not become a woman. <laughs> are you kidding? Say I want to be a woman. I couldn't say to my parents I had a bad day. If I had said that... We're... Do you guys want to parallel just this, not not sexually related? Go back to when we did the, I just mentioned with, with Sam, actually, the Ellen Reshinding, when we played the clips of him theoretically talking about, you know, what if American Idol was my dream job? What if it was? And, it, and then later on in right. the same day, same like five minutes later going... And it is my dream. Like, I do want to go do that. Well, let's say I want to go do that. And clearly he wanted to go do that. So there's where, if you know the rhythm, if you know the, the isms of Howard, you know that this is, this is the truth. That, that's the only way I can explain it. You have to have heard the clips in a consequence. Yeah. I was just going to bring up probably the same thing. Like, where in the past, he always thought at home he was a good judge of talent. And he brought it up that... Yeah, he could do this job. So he got Buckwald involved, and that's how he got into AGT. That is just a horrific gong show of mm -hmm. talent, and if you can call it that. So, and then now he's done a whole rescinding on AGT, and I've got you the clips for that. So we'll get to it, guys. Mm -hmm. And the next day, believe it or not, guys, is real short. We are in the 16th of February and there's only three clips. Now this long one, Marianne from Brooklyn blows up at wig is about Springsteen and his DUI, DWI, sorry, my mistake. 
and she got pissed off at Howard. Can you explain the context? Because I'm not going to play the full three minutes. It's a, it's a long clip. No, it was Marion from Brooklyn calling out Wiggy for being a liberal and yeah. giving Bruce Springsteen a pass. Because yes. back in November, he had a DUI where he was four-wheeling and he got pulled over after doing a shot with a fan. Yeah, But he had already been drinking, apparently, and his DUI, oh man, I want to say it was like 0.08 or 0.04, 0.02. I can't remember. It was 0.02 when I read the thing. They let him go. But the news never came out until after the Super Bowl where he had a commercial for a mm-hmm. car company. It was Jeep. Yep. And it was about living free or living your truth and yeah. protect, you know, getting back to normal. I Honestly, I can't remember all the details. We'll hear it at some point. But Marianne went off on Wiggy. And that never seems to happen. So this is why it seemed unusual. And I pulled it. Okay. Oh my God, Howard, Mr. Mr. Rule, non-breaker, you of all people should know that Bruce Springsteen is wrong. This came out November 1st and he still went ahead with the commercial? What's going on with the liberal bullshit, Howard, with this kind of bullshit in the news? November 1st and he's... Wait a second, am I being attacked now? I'm not, I haven't offered my opinion yet. Wait a second, I haven't offered, I haven't offered my opinion yet. Why am I being attacked? He, he's also getting attacked because he desperately he's he's trying to cover for Springsteen because he desperately wants to interview him. He's one of the other big whales. And it's more of the MPD. It's like, why am I being attacked? Why is it my problem? What did I say? Right. It, it, the the verbiage is just all I, me, me, I. Ugh. Yeah. Attacked. I can't stand this guy. The fact you can't understand. He had a stiff of booze. You would never. You and I would never get in the car, a motorcycle. Of course not. But that's not. That, but that's not what we're talking about. I'm asking. Yes, how is it? No, I'm not. Yes, if he got a point zero two, how did they arrest him for being drunk? I don't understand the law. I'm trying to understand the law. Did he have it? Maybe had weed or some other. I don't know. You're making. You're. I don't. I don't remember the exact story, but I did read up on it, and I do recall that if it was something like if you can you can still legally it's illegal if it's point oh eight in that state or that county. I have no idea how right. it, it is. Yeah, right. So was he legally was was it a situation where they he was seen drinking? You know how if you, if it's in a brown bag, they can't arrest you because it could technically right. be coke. Like, right. That would be the open container law. So okay. there's that, and then there's the DUI, which is point no weight of mm-hmm. the blood alcohol limit. Um, so if he had a point oh two, that doesn't warrant an arrest. But if you're seen drinking alcohol, that could be a reason too. Know what he had? I'm trying to but, get the facts, my dear. People are calling up saying this, that a lot of people have gotten arrested with zero point two. And All right. Well, that's what we're, we're learning. How dare you How attack me? And how dare you say what's with the liberal... No, No, let me talk. How dare you say what's with the liberal bullshit? I'm asking questions. Did the man get the blood test on the spot? I want to know what happened. I don't know what... You can't draw blood? I don't know what I was... (laughs) Jesus. I don't know that I can put you guys through much more, Marianne from Brooklyn. But it's you're right. It is odd for her to say anything. We got too much. It's, It's odd to hear her say anything against him, ever. Well, 
let's keep in mind that Bruce Springsteen's manager is also part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the Rolling Stone connection. Yeah. And the Dave Grohl and the Tom Morello. So mm-hmm. Wiggy's all involved with that. You know how the Hall of Fame every year gets play. Now mm-hmm. we found out this year Wiggy is a voter. Bowie's a voter. Hines of a, a, a voter. Now we know that Hine is a voter because of his connection of Jump the Shark and Rolling Stone. Yes. So there's some really bad incest going on here. And the fact mm-hmm. that, no, they haven't had Bruce Springsteen on the show, but they talk about him nonstop. Yeah. And we know how, you know, Gary is like uber in love with him. So there's something it, it, up. And we know that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just bullshit, mainstream bullshit, because there's no reason the New York yep. Dolls should not have been first in that fucking Hall of Fame once they were once they were eligible. I mean, poor Sil Sylvain, God God rest your soul, soul just passed away last uh, uh, this this I think last year or just this earlier this this year, and uh, loved Sil. I got an autographed poster a couple of years before he passed away, and he released an autobiography that's really good. Uh, I I recommend it. Um, number two is called Wigs Wood. And I'm not sure that's not, that's not a typo. I don't you talk about it. You know, a couple of years ago, I had something going on medically where I had to go on medication for a few months. And the first medication I took, I noticed like as I was taking it, I, uh, I'd wake up in the morning. I always have a raging heart on in the morning. Always, always, <laughs> I always. I that, man. Yeah. I always have morning wood. Can we ask Ralph? Can we ask Ralph if that's true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, I started noticing I don't have morning wood. Nothing. Maybe something's up. Yeah, I didn't have any wood. Huh. Like in the morning, I always had wood. I called my doctor. I said, "Hey, this pill I'm taking." I said, uh, "Excuse my uh, language. I'm no doctor because I don't know how to the medical thing." I said, "I don't have wood in the morning." How many fucking times can he say wood? It's just called the fucking pee hard on. I don't know what I don't know what the hell he's going on about. Seventy nine IQ, and uh, okay, so yeah, just so you guys know, he sounds like he's a raging heterosexual. But um, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure what medication. Yeah, oh, this is a good question. What would that? What would a medication be that he's taking to drop the wood? Heart medication. Really? If you are on uh, blood pressure medicine or uh, blood thinners. Also, sometimes diabetics take medication that uh-huh. will result in this. They have, this is a common side effect. Also, it's old age. The guy's yeah. 60 fucking seven. Yeah. Let's not forget that. So right. any delicate, any change to the delicate biosystem of this baby veal yeah. is going to jack him up. He can't drink alcohol. He can't have caffeine. He can't have chocolate. He can't have like a million things because his system is so super sensitive. He had right. to stop fish. He, I, I don't even know what slop he's eating these days. If it's back to baked potatoes and turkey, <laughs> Almonds. who knows? But he, um, he insists that he's on a super strict diet. Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> inevitable dangling almond. And it's just, I don't know. It's it's hard to believe. Like I said, what is true, what isn't. So let's hear the rest of this. Okay. You know, he's a guy. He knew what I was yeah. He goes, oh, yeah, one of the yeah. side effects is you might not have wood. 
I said, you're kidding me. As of today, I'm going How off this thing. How dare you give a medication to men like that? <laughs> yeah, right. He goes, there's got to be some other medication that gives you wood, that allows your wood to come through. I don't That's care what right. else it does. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It, it, okay, so in my opinion, it's not only is it not bang a clock, it's not even dry hump 30, it's not even quartered to fucking twink, it's nothing, I mean, if you're that age. <laughs> I think I, I think <laughs> bang a clock is just more fiction. At any rate, um, this is this is one thing i got to uh, uh, thank Robin, uh, thank uh, Raven, Robin, up. fuck Robin. And Apple's gaslights Ronnie. Now, this is Apple's basically going in on Ronnie and Stephanie, if I'm not mistaken, but you have provided pictures that will go into the breakdown about the lucky charms. <laughs> That's right. All right. What is it, Apples? Um, what do you want to know? So I saw, um, I saw what Ronnie did for his queen, Stephanie, right? He had chocolates. He had the Stephen Singer rose. But in the background, I do a little snooping because I like to see everybody's Instagram. Um, there was a bunch of sugary cereals, tricks, Lucky Charms, and it's only because you recently talked about Beth enjoying those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> There's only 10 seconds left. Are those Ronnie's? Are those Stephanie's? Yep. And I say this with peace and love because as soon as you put Ronnie on, he's going to blow me up. Well, I know that Ronnie eats super healthy. I know that. Okay, so do you believe, Raven, do you believe that Stephanie is trolling Beefus? 100, 112%. Because not just in that Valentine's Day picture did she include a background picture of a box of Lucky Charms. About two weeks, right immediately after uh, Wigo caught Beef eating Lucky Charms, he found you know, her eating them and shamed her. Then Stephanie put on her Instagram stories a picture of a Lucky Charm cake and said, yep, I need this at my next birthday. So, hello. She she was doing this weeks before Valentine's Day. This was like a month before. So, mm -hmm. honestly, I think she's just hopping on the train trying to be like a team player. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't... Or, Maybe she does or doesn't realize that it's going to get her brought up. Maybe she likes it. But it also gives more content for the show. So she's mm -hmm. being a good girl. She's doing her part. It's harmless stuff, really. Yeah. Unless you're beef, getting beaten for eating Lucky Charms at home. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, Stephanie's trolling. Not Maybe not trolling, but just supporting the show with her version of her favorite Lucky Charms cake and cereal in the background with a Steven Singer rose. And we can always ask Robin how she feels about those. <laughs> Absolutely. So now, believe it or not, guys, <laughs> we are in February 17th. And the uh, first clip, number one, is called Jazz's New Hole. No. No. <laughs> I'm irritated. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> stupid. I stayed up way too late watching I Am Jazz. The 17-year-old oh, uh, transgender. <laughs> were, I, I have a bunch of episodes. I haven't caught up completely. Oh. Uh, Jazz got her new vagina, but the vagina is a fucking mess. I don't even know if she got the... I mean, she's got doctor... <laughs> far, far from me, far be it from me to point, it, point out the obvious, but isn't every vagina a mess to him? 
<laughs> yeah. He's out of Mount Sinai, so they got to be good. So, well, you uh, know, every surgery isn't perfect, Howard. No. She well, was I told going you. in with, with problems, right? Oh, yeah. She was the, the toughest case they'd ever seen. And as soon as they gave her the new vagina, um, you know, as soon as they took out her micro. So I know they say all PR is good PR, but poor Jazz. She's a 20-year-old woman. She's done 55 episodes of her show. And Wiggy is picking apart, like, so many of these things. And as she goes through this process, I'm fine with her going through it. I just don't need Wiggy living vicariously through her of all of her thoughts and, like, how her parents are too hands-on and how he's jealous of that and how her boyfriend and her are trying to find time together. I don't need to know about where they're getting the skin for the vagina. Just let her have her vagina. Leave it fucking alone. So that's <laughs> my better, team. Or better yet, don't mention anything. Just, just don't even talk about jazz, period. Phallus and put in the new vagina. By the way, listen to this. They got seven inches. The hole they dig, you know, depth, they call it. She got a seven-inch deep vagina. Wow. Which uh, okay. I think is deeper than your vagina, Okay, Robin. name <laughs> name a straight man who gives a flying fuck about any transgender, anybody, including a family member or a friend who's become transgender that decides to, like, go into detail about, oh, my God, she's got a crevice the size of fucking Manhattan. You know, you could, found, you could put a mile of dick in it, you know. No one, no one cares this much about it unless it's something you want yourself. I'm sorry. That's the way I feel. I'm tunnel vision. You call me, you criticize me. Go ahead, guys. I, I, I'll take it all. But I, I firmly believe now this is not just uh, for the sake of sh like shocking the audience or turning the, you know, trying to get some man, like uh, some different segment of the audience. I think because this is pandering. I think this is just what he wants. Raven? Uh, this show is for him. And we've said it a million times lately, just in the past year, that this show is what he wants. It's not for anybody out there. Mm -hmm. And he could give two shits what anybody thinks about this. That's why he turns off comments. That's why he doesn't do Twitter. That's why you have to be somebody who's been on the show to even comment on half of the stuff on Instagram or Twitter. I'm not, I'm not clear on which one it is, but let's just say <laughs> this is wearing on my last nerve because <laughs> nobody nobody i mean nobody wants to hear this this is just where where is the stuff we want like where is some current topics where are some a two a-list guests and a b-list guest we're not getting that no we're lucky if we get an a-list guest every couple of weeks yeah and pre-recorded we get we get a lot of b-list we get a lot of you know repeat guests Yep. But just so I mean, sad. Wouldn't you rather hear the upteenth David Spade interview? Wouldn't you rather hear David Spade daily than this? Absolutely. I'll yeah, take David I'd... Spade over jazz any day. Yeah. So number two, grafting ass And it's not skin. because of jazz being a transsexual. It's just I don't want to hear a Wiggy's. What? No, go ahead. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Keep, please continue. I just don't want to hear Wiggy's opinions on transsexual pre-op or post-surgery 
I, it, it's not in my wheelhouse. It's not something that makes me laugh. I don't get any entertainment out of it. I cringe most of the time mm-hmm. because he's 67 and she's 20. He's mm-hmm. 47 years older than her. Mm-hmm. He could be like her grandfather, her great grandfather. It's just, it's just so unnecessary. Yeah. There's so many better things in the world to talk about. Like I've said before, I mean, I have like a wish list of things that could be talked about, but we won't get them. No, we won't. Sorry. So they had to take pieces of her stomach. Now they're dragging her back into the hospital. They're they're grafting her ass skin onto her vagina because the vagina is separating. So they're doing skin grafts to make it more presentable it's very (laughs) so this is this reminds me of when sal used to say to richard your ass is my vagina now it really is in this case (laughs) very open so they're gonna have to do a third operation that's what i'm up to but in the middle of all this jazz went and got a boyfriend well they're not having sex though are they i mean not vaginal sex no they're kissing that's it okay because jazz has never kissed a boy before i mean jazz Jazz is 17. Okay. Okay. Let me see if I got this right. The Bachelor, Dancing with the Stars, I Am Jazz. Um, Let's see. A gay bisexual stylist. Um, Let's see. Scarves. Uh, (laughs) Do we really want to go through the list? Go ahead. (laughs) The 600-pound sisters. Yeah. I'm sorry. The 1,000-pound sisters in my 600-pound life. Mm Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah, and she had never kissed a boy before, so this guy is—he's—he's uh, he's her boyfriend now, and they're making out, and he's not uptight. He's like, you know what? I don't care that she's transgender. I don't. Uh, well, I think I'm- the next. So we, there you go. There's our there's our jazz update for all of you who are like dying to hear it. Go ahead. We forgot one thing, Olivia Jade. You can yeah throw into that whole uh, pile of trash. Of garbage that he listens to. <laughs> and Lana Wachowski. <laughs> oh, man. Number th- help, God help us all. Number three, Granny Gray Rocks Apples. So this is a re- in response to the previous day. And oh God bless God. you and stay safe. Wow, thank what you. Boy, that, that, make, that makes me feel old, I'll tell you that. Hey, yeah. Apples, boy, you took a, a, a boy, that thing with Ronnie yesterday. That oh. was something, huh? Jesus. <laughs> it, it, wow. Um, does Ronnie hate me more or less than King of All Blacks? I think Ronnie hates King of All Blacks the most, but you're right up there. <laughs> and, and again, I'm going to try with peace and love. And God, if God, if Apples doesn't sound like doesn't he just sounds like someone else uh, that's been on the show before. I'm I'm trying to place it. One day I'll get to it, guys. Uh, just bear with me on that one. Did I do something to Ronnie in the past? Did I say something that pissed him off? Does he just think I'm a wise man? Peace and love. I, I can't answer for Ronnie, but I do know that you bringing up Stephanie's lucky charms in the picture really set him off. Uh, <laughs> well, and, Ronnie, and do you, you know hate what? apples more than King of All Blacks, or do you hate King of All Blacks the most? Listen, dude. I, I, I love King of All Blacks compared to this guy because this guy's just oh. such a friggin' moron. And we have to have a little Ronnie in there every now and then, even though he's retiring, quote unquote. Because he called up <laughs> wow. with an agenda. He knew what he was calling for. And, you know, 
I don't even want to give him the airtime. So you you talk to him, have a lovely day with him. I won't even give him the fucking satisfaction of answering his fucking his fucking questions. Wow. I so I'm sure that Stephanie is on our side. She's probably on our side. (laughs) (laughs) So go, Stephanie. We speak your name too, and uh, we're on Team Ronnie. Now this next clip made me laugh just by reading it, and (laughs) it's simply. Alfredo. <laughs> so this, the diner that you own, in other words, my, my, the question I have is how can you have a menu with like pork chops and fettuccine Alfredo? Because, okay, I get the fettuccine and noodles. <laughs> I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like other people say. <laughs> like dumb. I want respect. <laughs> Oh, God. So <laughs> Zeppelin becomes Zeppelin. Alfredo becomes Alfredo. So it seems like he's adding syllables to things. This guy, you know, he drops articles. He adds vowels. He's got his own grammar section in the dictionary. <laughs> Was there a grammar tutor at Boston University? Um, let's see if number five. Okay, number five, I changed the title slightly because Raven did clip a lot of these. She all these, and uh, with a few exceptions later on. But um, she titled most of them. And this one I changed a little. Hine is the new Kenny Rogers. And you guys will get it when you hear it. Nice. There. You know, all the years I know you, John, I, I, you know, the, the guys give me information. They tell me that you're, you're a big gambler. I didn't know this about what JD. What are you laughing about over there? I I know that his gambling uh, prowesses are. What do you know about his prowesses? I just, I just know he loves to gamble. If he's, if he's in Vegas or Atlantic (laughs) City, he's going to the craps table or, uh, you know. You always seem so sensible to me. I'm shocked by your gambling. It's not a shock. How many wrap-up shows did I hear already talk about? Oh, you know, I put John Hines five, you know, fifty on the the Steelers and this and that, whatever. It's not. It's not new. It's not new at all. So he's he's gambles. He, he and he makes no bones about it. Yeah, Raven. He's got another form of degeneracy. Some people do drugs. Some people do mm-hmm. food. Hein does food and gambling. Yep. Other people have alcohol. Some have weed. It's just take your pick. It's like spin the wheel of degeneracy on the show. Panty mm-hmm. sniffer JD. I mean, they all have their quirks. So yeah. that was just yeah, I something I picked. To pull, to prove. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Hold on for a minute. There's more. Yes, about you. I look. I, I enjoy gambling. I'm very happy that I live in a state that it doesn't have legal sports <laughs> gambling. Let alone oh, you'd be in trouble if it did, huh? Yeah, I definitely would. I have an itch. Um, but when I was younger, it was bad. Now I've managed it pretty well. But JD, when he got caught up in doing all. Okay, so that's cut off a little bit, but I, I think um, uh, there was enough there to get the get the point across. So number six, um, this one, <laughs> another one that Raven spelled T R O P space I space C A N N A, and I'm 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 beginning to think, guys, again, once again, seventy nine is way too high. So you judge for yourself. Don't you listen to this? I'll give you some facts about John's gamble. All right. Uh, John was once this this is amazing this is more shocking than the fact that you got all those blowjobs in college Mm. John was once kicked out of the Tropicana in Vegas (laughs) after being accused of sabotage Sabotage. Tropicana 
Tropicana. <laughs> He's like Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> oh man, that's ridiculous. Funny. Okay, so there's that one, and the last one is called uh, "Don't uh, Can't Call Robin" uh, or "Don't Call." Ro- I think "Can't Call Robin." Yeah, "Can't Call Robin." It was JD is "Don't a Call Robin." Oh, okay, my mistake. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Money and and. <laughs> Call Robin. She's good with investing. Put put it in fucking put it in like one of these mutual funds or right, Robin. What what, what, what anything would be better than what he's doing with it. I need Robin know, to give just, me her. No- <laughs> it, Go ahead. Well, um, yeah, I'm not giving him my number, but <laughs> <laughs> look, Howard, right. like me, yeah. JD has that itch he's got that gambling itch i do he needs hmm. to scratch it and this yeah and if we're during during a pandemic people just get more and more into their um their vices more or less i mean that's that's that yeah. you would expect that it's it's unfortunately a, a sad part of reality but you so you have to sublimate in other ways you have to figure out things that you know that you wouldn't normally do to make yourself more sane in a, in a very insane time so um and it doesn't surprise me that these degenerates are just going more into degeneracy as it progresses this is the way well he's that's been doing silly I, so I, you get get scratch off tickets we all do a lot of silly things robin i don't know what to tell you <laughs> uh, fuck i can't stand his voice jd just listening nope. to him uh, let's see if I got this right. Okay. This is now in the, the 22nd of February. So we're making some headway guys. Yes. The, the first, this is another one made me laugh. Raven. She wrote, Jazz has deep pockets. Has a boyfriend and she's dying to use a vagina that they just built for her. And she's seven inches deep and she's dating a kid from Philadelphia and she wants to try it out. And I think that's why she wants to move out of the house. She wants to have sleepovers with the boyfriend. Otherwise, the mother will be right there when she's trying right. to have sex. Yeah, it's hard. Number two, Wig, <laughs> want, Wig wants her box broken in like a baseball glove. <laughs> but uh, Jazz is, I'm up to the part where Jazz has gotten her vaginal surgery and she just wants to break in that new vagina like a baseball mitt. I mean, she wants to get that thing lubed up and going. And uh, Does she know. have to, like, I mean, has she examined all the all the accoutrement, the things she has I'm to a, use. Is she stretching her vagina? What is yeah, she doing? She's she's got like a big like like um like Ronnie's dildo. She's got one of those, and she has. I love Robin feeding him, just like pushing him more into it. Like, thank you, Robin. Mm-hmm. I think she might she might be a covert <laughs> QFer as well. To stick it in every night and get the thing opened up, and I'm fascinated by it. Then they got to they got to do one more operation, get her labias looking real, keeping it real, uh-huh. get those labias and. Clitoral hood. Labiaplasty. <laughs> well, well, not. She's got to get like something that looks a little more presentable. Because, well, labiaplasty. Uh, that's like plastic surgery. Okay. Yep. It took him sixty-seven years to finally be interested in vagina, only because it's a fake <laughs> vagina on a transsexual. <laughs> Not because it was ever on a woman, only because it's on a 20-year-old woman or a 17-year-old girl. And now he wants to know how you break it in. But he had Siobhan. Yeah. He had his chance with her. He did. No, that didn't work out because they were too busy making fun of her. Yeah. They didn't care to know back then. But now it's no. getting serious. Right. So here we go. It's And I got to find that clip. Um, Sam posted it ages ago, but it was him on the old e-show i think and he was shaving a vagina 
and uh, he <laughs> complained about the smell and he couldn't get near it. <laughs> Oh my God! Number three. <laughs> this, okay, we'll play the we'll play the rest of that clip just because you know there's some sure that I'm sure there's some of you who are just like checking off jazz on your bingo cards for every day. So here we go. On yeah. labia to build them. Well, she does. Yeah, she doesn't even really have labia yet. Like yeah. I don't know what she has down there. They don't show you that. I wish they would, but but uh, I don't know. And then she's gonna have, I guess, like a ribbon cutting ceremony and announce she's open for business. But uh, and then the. Okay, so the next clip is called, because of course we're now going into the point where we've uh, acknowledged that Rush Limbaugh has passed away, and uh, Rush, this clip is called Rush, a.k.a. Me, Me, Me. I, according to my agent, I got um, like 10 billion phone calls. As soon as Rush Limbaugh died, all of the newspapers wanted a quote from me, and I, and I was just like, what do you want to, why do you want a quote from me? Because I talk on the radio and he talks on the radio. I mean, what, what, what would be so fascinating about hearing from me? But newspapers all had the same idea. Let's get in touch with Howard and find out what he thinks about the death of Rush Limbaugh. And I, I mean, that I would go on and now, the reason he would be happy if one person called him first, I don't think it was billions. I'd say it was like a couple. I'd say it was a few, perhaps, because he was a contemporary of of Rush. Basically, they were not too dissimilar in age. Yep. Right. They had that commonality where they worked at the same station, but there's been a whole onslaught of broadcasters passing away recently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether it's Larry King, Soupy Sales, um, uh, uh, oh Rush, gosh, obviously. Uh, obviously Rush and. Jay Thomas, not oh, too. The, you know, not the too werewolf. Who, oh, Wolfman. Who? Wolfman, Wolfman Jack. Jack. Thank you. Yep. So sorry. Yep. I got some COVID brain left over from December, yep. and I think maybe they're like, "Well, we better get a quip from this guy before he kicks the bucket." Because yeah, he really is. They like... seem to have a time. A, a, like sand is ticking through the hourglass for these oh, guys. Yes. So let's yeah. get him. Right. And there's that infamous uh, WNBC picture of Wolfman Jack and Imus and Wiggy and Soupy. And that he's the last yes. man. He's the last Marfan standing. Yep. And so um, he really is like Jerry Lee Lewis from the Million Dollar Quartet. <laughs> he's the last one. <laughs> okay. So he's so, and Rush. The thing is, and a lot of people don't remember this. Rush released a very successful book with using the same publisher and same uh, editor, I believe. Judith Regan did Rush's book before private parts and it was very successful so wig decided like you know if rush can do it i can do it you know whatever and decided he had to go for it but i bet you nine million dollars that they pushed him for a book not the other way around because he would be afraid like oh my god what if it's not a success what am i going to write about i can't write i'm a 79 all this shit so we'll play the rest of this clip and then we'll go into more rush stuff bad mouth the guy um you know I, I am one of those people that feels a little weird by coming on here and saying bad shit about the dude. Like, you know, hey, it's good he's dead or something like that. But Well, whenever um, you wanted to comment on him in life, you did. It wasn't yeah. like you've been sitting here pent up. He, he, he couldn't be happier. He just doesn't want to say it now because he knows he's going to get quoted for saying something awful and he'll get bad press for it before he wouldn't have. Right. Yep. He always and has to save everything for the show. So yeah. he won't give up anything before he gets to the microphone. That's right. If he ever does. And the next one, I was trending on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you 
since everyone I, I was actually trending on Twitter because people were comparing Rush Limbaugh and Howard Stern. And in my mind, I never saw the comparison other than we both talk on the radio. It's like uh, comparing. So the next one, number five, say some nice things about Rush. Let's see. I'll give you a couple of things. You want to hear Rush's wife got on the air and made the announcement that he was dead. You want to hear that? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I missed that. This was his fourth wife. Yeah, he couldn't keep a wife either. No, well. <laughs> Wiki's mm. strangely silent on that. <laughs> From what I understand, and again, in the Times, they said he was a pudgy high schooler with no friends. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't get yeah. Any, who didn't uh, get laid in high school? That. Yeah. Who didn't get you laid know, in high school? That I could have figured out on my own. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to say it. <laughs> Go ahead. I would like to suggest that when Wiggy does die, that we each do a eulogy every day for 30 days on <laughs> some of the awful things that he said and did during his whatever number of years on the air for his career. <laughs> and I would like to start off with like day one through five. Yeah. I'm begging you, please let's do this. Well, by why not? I mean, Christ's sake, when Dana Plato turned, when she, they found her dead, they were laughing about it on the air. They were literally laughing about, you know, the, the experience she had. And, uh, you know, that there was some kind of concerted effort behind the scenes to, okay, guys, when we get on the air, we're going to treat it like it's no big deal because, you know, we're culpable. We, we may be culpable in this. And, uh, Gary was, uh, Gary was vile during that post Dana Plato thing. Uh, if you ever listen to the, 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 the clip, he is uh, such a shit bag. Um, but, uh, anyway, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Number six, uh, king of all bad eulogy <laughs> strikes again. How was it? <laughs> Fuck I would love to know. Big blubbery, uh, body like of when, his. When Rush got on top of you, what was, what was that like? <laughs> what attracted you? <laughs> yeah. What was this? What was your favorite body part? <laughs> yeah. What about when, what, what uh, about when Robin gets on top of you? You know, what's left of your pancreas? Jesus Christ Ouch. almighty. Yeah. The next play. Car <laughs> love Karma's love a bitch. And we're going <laughs> to fucking get him with so much karma when he goes. Right. And I guess we've we're got youth on our side. Elmore. Exactly. We're going to be awful people and we'll do the same. Number seven. Let's play the what if game. Oh, wish. God, I love this clip. <laughs> say that about it. Let me say. All right. Let me say something right now. If I get cancer, I'm out of here. I am not spending like last couple of fucking days with you guys, meaning the audience. <laughs> Who are you spending it with? I, I, I'm going to sit in my room and fucking cry and wait for death to take me. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do, okay? That's a I'm ridiculous not thing to do. Yep. He's going to spend it with Ralph. <laughs> and he's going to give Ralph every one of his last requests to be followed out. Yeah. And he's going to have Buckwald included in like kind of like a will situation, like a last testament. Yep. Where if Ralph does and says all these things and posts whatever, yep. then he will get paid. It's, oh, yes. It's simple as that. Beef too. Yep. They will both have like a to do list of things once he passes away and they will not receive their monies until those things are done. And mm -hmm. then they will have to sign like an NDA in perpetuity 
saying they can never badmouth him or write a book or give an interview or do anything that would do anything other than praise him. I could just imagine so we, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I could just imagine Ralph at the reading of the will, just like Jack Tripper when, when they get to Janet's name and he's and now finally to Ralph Sorella. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be wearing like a Hawaiian shirt, like Jimmy Buffett. He'll have a pina colada on his hand. So the uh, next one, number eight, uh, happy birthday, Drew, you old bat. I guess Drew Barrymore came in and she kissed his ass a little bit. And she's been in a few, more than a few times. And Drew, she used to be my childhood crush because I'm only about two months younger than Drew. And uh, when I was a kid, even though I don't care for blondes necessarily, um, I prefer reds, gingers, and brunettes. But... um, Drew Barrymore was so cute back in the day and he, I think she aged fine. I mean, she's, you know, she's my age, but, uh, I don't, uh, you know, I, I, I think, I think she's wonderful. I, I just, I love her so much, even, even in, you know, as a 46 year old, go ahead. So as a blonde myself, I'm going to not hold that against you, but I will say this. Drew looks good. She looks age appropriate. She's a mom. She's, she she was a crush of mine back in the day for hell like she was just a fun girl who was great in movies and has such talent so yes. now she's putting it into a talk show yep. she had to kiss wiggy's butt she danced around the whole mom issue mm-hmm. pretty well she never brought up anything he said all she said was i've mended fences with my mother we have a good relationship. It's not super close, but it's close enough. Mm-hmm. And she's involved somewhat with the kids. Okay, great. Let's move yeah. along. Yeah. But we got, we got, you know, wig therapist who's got to ask all the other questions. And um, of course, he's all about right off the bat fame, plastic surgery, and um, you know, uh, uh, just. The Hollywood circles. Mm-hmm. So let's hear yep. you, let's hear what we clipped. Yeah, and I think just real quick before we go into it, I have to give Drew credit. She did sound very mature, considering when I was growing up and when she was growing up, and, and you know, growing in growing up in the public, she, um, you know, she was very she was great for the newspapers. She was really good copy all the time, doing all kinds of nutty things. She, uh, you know, to flashing Letterman. Um, you know, posing nude for Playboy, doing all these, like she, she reinvented her career as kind of a sex pot, but then also as a nuts, you know, nutso kind of, you know, um, like a, like a, a different kind of Angelina Jolie before Angelina became, came into her own. And Mm -hmm. she's now gone into more, I think, producing and even directing, which I think is brilliant because a lot of those actors aren't smart enough to realize you can have a much longer career and in some ways less stressful by being behind the camera instead of in front of it. And so you don't have to depend on your looks, your plastic surgery. You don't have to, um, constantly be worrying about like, who am I losing a role to? Am I having to play the mom and all this shit? And great growing old age, uh, growing old gracefully, she doesn't even have to worry about it. She can just you know, green light a production and, and go for it. So I give her total credit for that. Um, happy birthday, Drew, you old bat. You look beautiful. You're 46 years old. As I'm far 46. as I know, how do you feel about that? Do you feel good about this? Or do you feel like in Hollywood, because you've been around a long time and you got famous at like six years old with uh, E.T.? 
Um, would were you? Do you feel like oh god, everything in Hollywood is youth, and now nope. I'm forty six? Does that feel like nope. old to you? No. No, nope. I thought everybody'd be miserable around me, and I thought I will never choose. I started to cut that off. It's thirty seconds, but um, if you guys, just as an aside, if you want to see the kind of charm you can have as a, even as a child actor that may be schooled or studied, but look at her seven years old going on the Johnny Carson show. There's about a 20 minute clip and she just belongs there. And it's so charming. And the rapport they have is amazing and funny. And you could tell she was, whether she had a stage mom or not, she had definitely had talent. There's no question. Uh, and I wasn't an ET fan at the time and I didn't give a fuck about Firestarter and any of that shit, but she absolutely had, you know, where are the other kids from ET? Where 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 do they turn up? Nowhere. Uh, next one, Drew teaching Commander Data how to emote. I have so much more empathy now to being forty six and a mother of two girls. It's hard, and I raise my girls so much more traditionally and quietly and very protectively, and it's such an antithesis to my upbringing. Sometimes in spite of, sometimes just because that's who I naturally grew into um, through all the circumstances. And I. And by the way, just I get, the reason why I cut that off, she has stories of being nine years old and being t uh, taken into Studio 54 with Apollonia from the Purple Rain movie uh, because she goes, she's with me and she's going in nine years old and maybe even doing coke in these fucking places. She had the most fucked up childhood. I would love to inject her with truth serum and ask her about the Corys, ask her about, you know, Spielberg, all this shit that supposedly is in the, the underbelly of, uh, I believe it, the underbelly of Hollywood. I would love to get that interview from her. I don't know if we'll ever get it. Anyway, it's sad. Sure. Yeah. Just, I feel goodness towards my mom. I feel empathy. I feel understanding. I feel really clear on a lot of things that are just non-starters for me in the parenting department. Um, but so the next one, uh, continues that frame because he, if, if those of you who are too young to remember or weren't fans or didn't listen to the clips, Jade Barrymore, her mom was a regular, she was a constant on the show and she appears in, I think private parts of the book posing naked with him pretty much. And, um, and she was a kind of regular early, early days of the show, not early days, but I mean, you know, earlier, like in the nineties, especially he would have her in and eighties, nineties, yeah. nineties, yeah, yeah. early nineties, that kind of thing. And so she might've, it might be, she might be also in, maybe it's Miss America, her pictures in, but I'll, I'll, I'll check that out later. Been such an amazing thing. Cause when you used to joke around, even with my mom on the air and be like, Drew, call, you know, I'd be like, oh right. my God, you're scratching at my deepest wound. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I feel I, bad about that, but I, I do. No, he doesn't. I, I, I have to say, nope. when I read the foreword of like your book, he used the, the same re, the reason he had Jaden was the same reason he had fucking Frank Stallone in the same reason he had Madonna's brother in. If he couldn't get Madonna, I'll take her fucking cousin. If he couldn't get Jennifer Lopez, I'll get Linda Lopez. If she'll come in, he was just scratching the door of, of Hollywood and want and any bless, fucking way to get in. No worries. God bless Drew for having such grace to handle this. Mm -hmm. No, it's just, she even said, like, he was scratching at the surface of her soul when he would have her mom on. And that really hurt her. But 
look where she is, you know, 15, 20, 25 years later, yep. back on the show, kissing his ass and totally at peace with life. Like she does not hold grudges. She is the opposite of Wiggy. She is a great gal. And I would love to hang out with her. I could hang out in sweatpants or yoga pants with her and just, you know, chew the fat, do whatever. But like, Wiggy, no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way I could hang out with that guy. Mm-hmm. These other people he has on the show are much more human and have such great qualities to them. So, And a lot of it shines through in the interviews. Kevin Hart, not so much. But Drew Barrymore, for sure. Love her. Yeah. Great girl. Also, I recommend, guys, Santa Clara Diet. I think it was actually a pretty good show. I just don't know if it had the numbers. The next one is called Drew Invites Herself Over for Dinner. A little help with that. <laughs> well, I, I would mean, give uh, anything to be in on one of these fun dinners that yeah. you and Jimmy and Nan have. I always listen to them like... I'm like going to have you over when this dreaded... Bird. When this pandemic's over, you'll come over with Jimmy and his beautiful wife, Nancy. And I believe Drew became friends with Jimmy since the days of SNL, actually. One of the more famous um, uh, uh, SNL sketches is the professor, the lovers sketch in the hot tub. And Jimmy Fallon just can't keep a straight. Nobody can keep a straight face. It's actually pretty funny. Um, and you'll... So I think she's been friends with Jimmy yeah. ever since then and, and still friends with the, him and the wife now that he's married. See the me. love of my life. You'll see me staring at them. They stare at me, and then they go home. And you will be part of that. You're gonna, you're gonna be greatly disillusioned. You'll see what goes on. I would, I wanna... I would love to be at that fucking dinner. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like who invited the cadaver? Uh, number twelve, uh, creepy old fucks. <laughs> and sorry, Tom Skerritt, I have great respect for you, uh, Viper. Um, but uh, you're going to be included in this clip. Poison Ivy, which, by the way, were you sexy in Poison Ivy? Oh, Too sexy. thank you. Good oh. Lord. <laughs> you Mod know what's hilarious? Yeah. Tom Skerritt did not want to make out with me. He kept talking about his wife and family. I was like, oh, fuck, man, Because you were too hot. Yeah, she was smoking hot back then. I will, I will totally, I, she, I went totally against the grain, and I was like head over heels for her after that movie. Because you were Get too the hot. the fucking he was... fantasy. I thought you were hot uh, and top gun. Let's do this. How old were you in that movie? 16. Oh. Seven, yeah, 16, 17. Oh, my yeah. God. Are you he, kidding me? He was mortified. He is a good man. He, he, I was like, did you read the script? Oh, my. <laughs> he already accepted the, the contract. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I just love her for that. Yeah. Yeah, she sounds like she has a sense of humor out of it all. Uh, I did know a guy who met her when he was in L.A. Like, it just like this was—I wouldn't call him a friend, but he did say he saw her treat people like shit. But this would have been during the Mad Love days, like a long, long time ago, when she was just out of control and dating the guy from Hole and all that stuff. I'm like, you—it's like it's like Biebs. You give people some rope and see if they'll hang themselves or not. And eventually they might make good and they might change their ways and stuff like that. You know, eventually you're going to see Miley Cyrus do like a Diana Krall type jazz album. You know, she stopped sticking her tongue out and stop, you know, parading around the nude. Yeah. You, you, you grew up. Number 13, dinner protocols. When someone says dinner at eight, I'm like, this isn't fucking Ibiza. No. Are you kidding me? Dinner at <laughs> My eight? My house, everyone in at six, anyone's late, I lock the door. 
That's it. I, Howard, I am with you. It's the wake up early, the get yeah. the exercise, the thing you need to set up your day. It is home early, bed early. No, I Eat up, very... leave. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, we're going like, to have a good time then. Yeah, I hope you're not a... Oh, my fucking Lord. Jesus Christ. I would be drinking. I would be, mm. I'd be double fisting whiskey at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. What are me two vodkas right off the bat when I walk in the room? I think so. In and out fast. It's going to be great. I, also, I hate multiple courses. I just find people drinking their no. coffee. I want to kill them. Um, I give you hors d'oeuvres. Do you want to know what happens in my house? You sit down. There's hors d'oeuvres. You know how long hors d'oeuvres last? Ten minutes tops. Great, perfect. Eat up fast, and, and then I bring in. We have we we eat buffet style. Bing, bam, boom. Dinner, little dessert. Oh, oh, I'm tired. Good night, everybody. And that <laughs> I have this image of SpaghettiOs on the uh, the stern dinner table in Lucky Charms. <laughs> Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking lord! That's it. Goodbye. If it starts to get late, the food is thrown. Yeah. yeah. Heaven. Let's early bird special. Why not have like the Willy Wonka everlasting uh, gobstopper or like um, what's the thing where it has like a whole meal in it and you just eat that thing and and you get like your appetizer, your dinner, your dessert, and then like, boom, you're done. So I picture Wiggy serving something like that where it's like an all in one inclusive just one like little pill and you have that and that's it that's your well, willy wonka dinner well it's never going to be like there's this middle eastern dish i can't remember the name but it's basically um something like camel and inside the camel has been like a, a, a sheep oh. has been placed and inside the sheep has been placed a chicken oh. and they just like yeah that's no basically than turducken well yeah but i mean but it's at least you know sheep is closer to lamb than you know uh, that but you're, but it's never going to be something like that massive yeah. you know uh, jazz type uh, you know like the the queen the release party for Queen's jazz album where they had dwarves walking around with serving trays on their heads. <laughs> so oh uh, yeah, I mean like and just anyway, it's it's just it can only imagine it be like um, a very subdued kitty party at McDonald's at Wigs where you know everything's very uh, simple. And even though the stuff looks elegant in the place, yeah. they just don't know what they're doing. Sad. Number 14, rip, uh, oh, rip, Jesus Christ, that's me. That's my retardation. R.I.P. Larry King, let's count your marbles. Uh, wanting her to have some, some money. You know what shocked me? Uh, I'm the, glad you brought song. this up. Yeah. yeah that the, his, his entire fortune was $2 million. Now, that's not, not that, possible, Howard. I mean, I mean, the guy was pretty famous. He was on CNN, for, but, but he had eight marriages. So maybe that's why he was only worth $2 million. Did he own out. homes? And I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Or maybe he had a reverse mortgage. I don't know. Well, it's pretty easy. Ed McMahon went the same way. He was almost broke when he died. And Ed McMahon was married multiple times. So they lost so much money in the divorce divorces. That that makes perfect sense, and it's not like Larry King was on CNN anymore. He was on Aura TV, I think, and he still put on a great show, but he wasn't making you know 1990s money anymore. And Ed McMahon certainly had the same problem because of yeah, just just alimony and kids and kids and kids. Right, and Wake's just gonna stomp on anyone's grave that he can while yep. he has the time. 
Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Yep. Tick -tock. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I mean, all right, $2 million is nothing to sneeze at. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, no, but Larry he had King, how many kids, too? You know, like the, yeah. he left it to all the kids. And this is a little Stones reference. I decided to write it this way. Wig still got the blues. <laughs> I can't believe Mick Jagger's never been on a show. I, I, I'm, you know, I had this fear the other day. I'll get back to this other point, but I'm, I have this fear the other day that Mick Jagger is going to die before I get a chance. You know, we're running out of time. The guy's like 80, right. isn't he? He's got to be. Up there. Yeah. yeah. Just come on, Mick. Let's talk. Come on. Got to be great. How hard could it be, Mick? It's like Raging Bull. Come on, honey. Let's be friends. <laughs> oh, poor, poor Bad Wiggy. Reference. Poor Wiggy. Go ahead. <laughs> Attention, Mick Jagger. Attention, Mick Jagger. Do not do the Stern show. Whatever you do, send oh, Charlie twats. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no. Get out of bed. Maybe at 80, it is hard. I know at my it's age. It's pretty hard wanna... now, right? Mick is seventy-seven. I know right now. I don't want to be interviewed. I don't want to be. I don't want. I don't want to be bothered. I, I do this radio show under protest. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I really fuck do. You. It's enough. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, that's a that's a big that gets a big fuck you from all around. Jesus Christ! Um, gym class, tall tales. That's number sixteen. When the gym teacher would go, all right, whoever comes in last running an extra lap and so we'd all go out and run and of course you know who came in last this big fat That's right. obese he kid. saved everybody else he was always going to be yeah. last exactly like picture like a guy like james corden except 10 times the size picture your co-host who's usually top at about 300 and and 300 and uh she can't get out of the booth oh poor james corden why do you got to throw him under the bus he's not as big as robin like, no, there's so many other examples out there. Don't throw James Corden under the bus. Yeah. But he's got to rewrite history and he's got to make it like, oh, I was always, uh, I could have been the hero. I wish I was the hero. Now I realize I could have done better. And now I feel bad for people that didn't even exist. Yeah, I don't exactly. believe any of this. I I'm, I'm calling false across the board on this whole story. But I clipped it because this is the way he wants to present himself nowadays. So this is what we've got. Well, having been the tubby kid in a gym class, I can believe him because there usually is one or two. Uh, nowadays, there might be actually about 15 in a class. But uh, that that goes without saying. I think um, one of these things is we're, there's a guy that's uh, doing radio now that was Howard's high school friend that I'm going to try to get in touch with. So when we do the Colford book, we have actual and we're going to try to intersplice this interview with this guy hopefully and ask him about life with Howard in high school what was he like what was he really like and and be be honest be as honest as you can and he has actually talked about it in the press in the in the past few years or so i won't say his name but um he's been uh, uh, he, he's been willing to talk okay. about it so maybe maybe it's something for you guys would really enjoy because i would love some more confirmation of him in high school from people that actually knew him at the time so Definitely saved this clip, and I'm all in for the Colford book because I read that like two years ago. I got it highlighted. I'm ready to go for that shit. So yeah. let's, that's, let's pull that's, the curtain down even more. Yep, that's going to be a, a ongoing spring-summer project, guys. Well, maybe Jason. 
No, maybe like the thousand pound sisters. Oh, geez. No, like maybe like Jason. Yeah, he was like like that. Built like a built like he was upside down or something. <laughs> and um, but I, I remember thinking how sweet he seemed, and I'd see him running, and he'd be so far behind, and the guy would be sweating profusely, and it was just probably his worst nightmare because not only was he getting humiliated, but but like and then he by himself while everybody else went back up to the locker room. By the way, yeah, this this part I don't believe the whole sympathy for the fat kid bullshit because he hate he just fucking hates fat people, and uh, but I I do right. believe that. But every everybody Agreed. has everybody that's been in gym class does always think, thank God I'm not the last person. You know, whenever you run a race or whatever, you don't ever want to be that person unless it was some kind of you know injury that happened. Um, you never want to turn up being the worst person, the last person picked for dodgeball, that kind of shit. I get that. That's pretty universal. Um, but, uh, anyway, I digress. This guy ran an extra mile and you could just tell, you know, and, and, you know, instead of like making exercise, like a positive thing for this guy, just if me, the guy who I am now, if I could go back in time, the one thing I'd change, I'd run behind him. <laughs> I would run behind that guy. <laughs> Why? Cause you like to, cause I could have done the extra mile, no problem. And you could have done that extra mile, no problem. You said you were useless in gym class. You said you were a fucking tall, like ge geeky dork, couldn't play basketball. I don't buy that for a fucking minute. There's no sympathy. Fuck off. Robin decides that she wants to talk about a dream she had. So this is the clip, guys. The You're sequel, making a was it sequel. Good? We never, you know, it was in the beginning stages. Mm -hmm. So you were, you know, I guess the script had been done. And now uh, casting had started, mm. and you cast another actress to play Robin. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. <laughs> what was the, the, the impetus there? Sorry, yeah. Raven. The impetus there was basically she was dreaming about a movie that they were doing of their show. I'm not quite sure about, I didn't, I, I read the thing and I didn't quite understand it. It was more about Robin, Wig, Wiggy was going to redo his movie or do a part two, but mm -hmm. he wasn't going to use Robin, he was going to use like a younger, prettier actress <laughs> instead of her. So basically he was pushing her out and having another one come in and then during the dream, she showed up and was questioning him and he was all, a, he was, he totally got flustered during that. Yes. Wow. And it was just kind of weird because it was her subconscious and then conscious saying, are you pushing me out? Are you bringing in someone else? Mm -hmm. And there's been talk of Beth having a microphone in the studio. So, I mean, we know that is just torture for us listeners, but mm -hmm. it could be something in Robin's head that she's worried about because he does bring her in from time to time. I mean, once every two to three weeks at mm -hmm. best right and um you know this week one of the cats was dying and beth came in to say like there's an emergency or something and she uh they had to take a long break and then you know he came back and didn't say a word about it but right. we later found out on instagram that it was um the cat had to be put down and this yep. cat was five pounds heavy and i just yeah. want to say a uh, psa for cat owners like as much as you love your cats and you want to give them a quality of life at the end of their life, if your cat is five pounds, 
their quality of life is zero. Mm-hmm. And you need to do them a service and put them down because no cat should be five pounds after being 10 or 15 years old. That's just horrible. And then to post pictures of you holding them on their last day for a public. No, for personal. Yes, I get that. But to do what Beefus did for that cat and make it all about her and her sadness, it just didn't sit good with me it didn't sit well with me and i i really have a a soft spot for cats because i've put about five down in my lifetime Mm -hmm. because i've owned quite a few Mm -hmm. and that cat was just oh my gosh it needed to be put down a long time ago but she needed to take credit for it and that's what made me mad i appreciate her taking care of cats i appreciate her doing her best with 20 cats in a house. I can't imagine doing something like that. I have four. Mm-hmm. And four cats is a lot. And I have some I have to probably go feed right now. But I'm here. So they'll get their stuff when I get done. But what she did to that cat was just horrible and awful. And mm-hmm. so many of us witnessed that. And it was just sickening to watch. So let's um, hope that that's the end of that. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin's dream was about being pushed out. So that's where I got off on that tangent. Sorry about that. No and worries. Yeah, she she has fears of what's going to happen when she's gone. Will she be remembered? Will somebody replace her? Because she probably doesn't want to be replaced. Well, She probably the... wants the show to go on without her and still play her songs. Well, here's the thing. They don't need her for the news because she hasn't done news in a year, basically. They don't need her for racial material because they don't do any. So what purpose does she serve other than being yeah. a live overpaid right. laugh tra- other than the being an overpaid live laugh track? What purpose does she serve? Nothing. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't add anything. She never really did arguably. And now like you can you can imagine Wake thinking to himself, Jesus, I could save on that fucking salary and <laughs> pocket that as well. I kind of think that She's used to carry on conversations just so he has, it's not just his voice that we get sick of. It's his and hers. And so she can prompt him with a a silly question or sometimes she'll come at him, which is great, which we love. Mm -hmm. And she has been doing more and more of lately. So I don't know what's up with that. But every now and then she'll challenge him on his grammar. She'll challenge him on things he said or things he's talking to his parents and his parents' voice. Mm -hmm. We'll just have to wait and see. I don't know. I don't know what her situation is. Uh She's very private these days. We don't get a lot of information on her. Mm -hmm. And um, so she'll come through with a dream and that will sort of propagate a conversation and then it quickly is derailed into something else because there's no way Wiggy's going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the next, so we'll, con- we'll continue the clip just for the time being. And then there's a couple of clips that tie into what Raven's just talking about in terms of grammar. Uh, you don't start, start stomping my face, do you? No, no. it was really oh. interesting because I wound, uh, I knew the actress. Who was it, Jay Love? That- <laughs> no, it was this actress, Kim Cole. I don't know her. And uh, I had met her before. And so there she was. And she was all excited because she got this part. 
Right. And I had to, like, deal with, you know, her and my emotions and ego. <laughs> me, 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 NPD. This is 34. This is solid 34. Uh, I had met her before. And so there she was. And she was all excited because she got this part. Right. And I had to, like, deal with, you know, her and my emotions and ego. I, and I had to stop it right about there because it was 30 seconds. And um, it, this sounds like pure 34, like 100% NPD, overt NPD from Robin. <laughs> we <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> so play a little more. And everything. And, you know, and then you didn't know what to do because now... You know, here's this girl who's coming to play Robin, and you're right there when I see the two right. of you together. She, she just can't wow. let go of her MPD. Yeah. It's it's always going to come out. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, and then there was some discussion about maybe she won't get the role or maybe she will. And, you know, the way it, it didn't, you know, the the story didn't end. But I was... Really, like you know, it's okay. It's okay. Wow. Okay. This that's a little odd. That is that is an odd dream. And if someone was into dream interpretation, Bob D, maybe you'd like yeah. to have fun with that one. Um, it's like uh, uh, there's a there's a bunch of levels to that one, bunch of layers. Um, uh, only about twenty seconds left, guys. So whatever happens is okay. You want to know and something, isn't it Robin? Great for her. Fred, where is Robin's music? Because that shows <laughs> tremendous personal growth. It didn't feel right to put it there. Uh, okay, good. Well, uh, by the way, Gary, would you cancel my lunch today with Kim Coles? <laughs> Funny enough, Kim Coles came up on my Twitter feed yesterday. So maybe there, maybe there's some weird, um, some weird serendipity there. I have no idea. The next clip makes me laugh. Kara Devenu, aka Delavine. <laughs> just listen just okay. listen okay boy, boy did i waste time i what? watched um will smith's kid i don't know his name jaden jaden with cara devanu who's a model oh, i don't know her she's got a year to live oh my you want to see the work okay so here jaden <laughs> yeah, exactly. Number 19. Last, this continues that one. So, well, that's right up my alley and Beth's alley. We love these romantic movies. And um, I like that. And then I read on Daily Mail that <laughs> Cara Devonu <laughs> is dating Jaden Smith. Who is Devonu? You mean Delavini? <laughs> I don't know. Cara Devonu. Delavini. <laughs> that's, <some> too, <laughs> that's two no minds right there guys so um just a real quick just a real quick outro guys and i'm going to uh say uh, some people have asked me privately about uh starting up a forum rather than using facebook because of all the the um the censorship basically and the only thing i have to say is this i'm unless every single like YouTuber starts donating a buck a month, like doing the Patreon thing or every single Facebook person starts donating monthly. There's, it's not cost effective to have a forum the way it's going. Cause I'll lose, it'll be, I'll be losing money and it's not, we're not doing this to make a profit, but we're doing this to actually, you know, grow my uh, Raven just got a new microphone. You're not hearing it now because it's ordered and not coming. And we're having problems with the Skype just lagging. That's, that's, that's a whole other issue. Um, but if you guys are willing to, 
if you guys want that uh, in, an individual website, a new forum, that's going to require uh, more of an investment from you guys. I, I'm sorry to say, it, not, it's not me asking for money. It's saying that's the reality. And uh, in COVID uh, 2020 and 2021, that's just sort of the way things roll. But we do appreciate all of you who have subscribed, and we uh, put that towards the show. And um, uh, more episodes coming this month and a few bonus episodes as well. So any shout outs, Raven, that you'd like to give? Absolutely. Um, Felix Schneier, thank you for all your contributions. Jaden Wilson, C.A. Thompson, always love to see your posts. Matthew Schultz, uh, just keep, keep it coming. Whatever you're doing, you're doing great. Michael Rose, Patrick, J.C. Rose, and Jimmy Page, who is often um, belated in the live threads, but mm-hmm. we still love your posts and we appreciate you listening and commenting after the fact because it kind of enlightens us to some of the things maybe I missed mm-hmm. during the live show because I can't address every post that you guys make during the show. It's just I can't juggle that many plates and my phone isn't strong enough, but I love going back sometimes and just seeing comments I missed during the day and mm-hmm. I laugh out loud and I try to comment on them. So thank you everybody for all that you've done. hope you've enjoyed this. We've had a ton of technical difficulties tonight, so I hope this comes out okay. And um, thanks. We'll keep doing what we're doing. So see you next time. Yeah. Thanks guys. We love you. Take care, stay safe, stay warm, and pray for some more sunshine as the, as the, uh, as the months progress. We love you. Take care. Well, it sounds fascinating. Hey, Howard, this makes sense. I, I just read in page six, Diana DeGarmo is writing a book. It's called Go Away, Little Monster. <laughs> well, Eric, I wish you luck with this book. I do. And take your little dog with you. And, uh, I was, I'm very excited to have a reading and uh, hear what you have to say, okay? Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Thank you. Hey, Artie, how many brain cells have you actually killed with coke and heroin? (laughs) 